now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The boys are here. The Seventh Rounders are back at it. It's been two weeks. We're excited to be here. A lot to talk about. A lot to discuss. Um, and just so, so to, to clarify, Chad, it's been two weeks since we recorded. It's usually been one week. I don't want people to think we took two weeks off. We're not that lazy. Oh, I'm sorry. We only took one week off. No, it's not. You didn't say anything wrong. I just wanted to clarify your statement because it was ambiguous. It's a big this word. is my first episode being recorded from Washington, D.C. From the uh, district. From the district. It's great to be here. I'm all I'm settled. I'm all settled in just to leave on Thursday to go back to good old Canandaigua, New York for the fourth. Um, so far, so good. No complaints here. It's hot. It's warm. I'm going to have to it, adjust. It's, it's hot everywhere, man. The The thing about D.C., though, it's so humid. Literally 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So sunscreen. Um, I have a lot of it. Uh, which is important, but outside of that, doing well. What's your favorite, favorite part about the the district so far? Favorite part about the district, you know, honestly, pretty, I'm in Arlington, so pretty good bars. DC, the bars are a little ratchet. I'm just going to say that a little classier (laughs) over in Arlington. Um, but had a nice, you know, Gathering Saturday at a live band. Cops were called four times. It was a good time. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's an excellent showing your first weekend in, in the district. I left it all out there. You I did. Was just, it, was a, it was a classic Chad, you know, start drinking at 2 p.m., be in bed by 9.30. It was a spectacle by me. Wow. On par. I was asleep by 9.30. Perfect. Um. One thing, side note, I just need to mention off the top before anything else, 60 days, ladies and gentlemen, 60 days until college football returns. Just wanted to throw that out there. (laughs) Before we really get into anything, like, just your presence on Twitter is just terrible at this point. Like, we don't believe you, you don't believe yourself. (laughs) At what point do you draw the line here? Uh, there's no line to be drawn because you can't take anyone and you can't take yourself seriously on Twitter. That's what it's for. It's for just, you know, letting loose with the boys. Dave was not thrilled with me. And Dave out of anyone knows, you know, it's me. John was frustrated. I've heard murmurs down the grapevine that you, you even caught an unfollow from someone today. Really? As a result of your your tweet. I think it was the Reggie Bush saying that that, uh, this guy has never played a snap is better than Reggie Bush. I think that is what set uh, Young Aditya over the edge. Wait, who unfollowed me? Unfollow range. Addy? Yeah, he hated it. He hated it. Um, (laughs) Good, I'm going to go block his ass. Um, Okay, so rivalry is brewing. I've been nothing but supportive to Addy, but he can fuck off. Um. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm adding you addy so let's go nba playoffs first sure all right so we have the clippers they're alive are they're treading water they're treading struggling but they're treading they win game 
five, narrow it to three, two series lead for the Suns. Playoff P is such a real thing. Paul, Paul, I almost said Paul Pierce. Paul George may be my favorite non-king in the NBA. I just love that everyone hates him. He doesn't do anything wrong. It's something you guys bad, have in common. He had a bad playoffs last year. And everyone's like ready to fucking kick him out of the NBA. And now he's he's a hooper. What's what's people's deal with Paul George? I don't get it. I think it's like just a it's a funny narrative to keep saying because I, I'm fully on board. I think Paul George is excellent. I think he's been he's been absolutely built brilliant in the playoffs. Very efficient. Only reason the Clippers probably are still uh, in it right now. Didn't he make that. a name for himself when he was with the Pacers in that playoff series against LeBron in the, what was it, the Heat? I can't remember that far yeah, back in the NBA. 20, 2013, I think. Yeah, that's when he, like, had his coming out party. Yeah. I, I just, I don't I know. saw an interesting take that uh, people thought that he needed to be, like, the number one on a team to really shine. So that Kawhi being out actually helped him a lot because he can just dominate the ball, essentially. It might he was be a the number one. Thing. He was the number one in Indiana. Yeah, so, unquestionably, that, that team was kind of yeah. trash, but they they did well. They had like Stevenson, Hibbert. Yeah. Boy, Boy, Hibbert. Hibbert was solid, and then he just fell off a fucking cliff, dude. <laughs> like faster than anyone I've ever seen. Where are they now, Hashim the beat? Greg Odin. <laughs> Greg Odin. I think he's still back in Columbus. Um. Who did I want to point out? I wanted to call out during this segment related to the Clippers. Doc Rivers might be the most over. I voice crack might be the most overrated coach ever. I'm with you. He's he terrible. did He's genuinely terrible. Nothing with the Clippers. Their first year without him, they're in the Western Conference Finals, and he gets knocked out by Atlanta. Is he just com- like terribly overrated? Yeah, he's been riding the the coattails of that. Big three when there wasn't an era of big threes with the Celtics forever. Yeah, uh, his one title he won with three Hall of Fame yeah, players. So. Literally just riding their coattails, and he's he's god awful. So I'm sure people he'll forget the Clippers traded for him. Yeah, <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> like he was literally part of a trade, which I didn't know was possible at the time. But yeah, me too. So what do we think of? Um where the series is headed for game six and seven. I personally, I think the Suns wind up closing it out in game six. Um, wait to see what happens with the Ibaka news. Is Ibaka out for the remainder of the series or no? Him and Kawhi, the, every game they, they list them as like potential to play, but I think they're both pretty much done. I think Kawhi it's... Just, I, I, heard, I heard murmurings that Kawhi has a, a torn ACL. They just don't want to put it out in the public. So he might not be back for a while. Okay. I, I just think the Clippers are going to run out of gas. I think this is still the Suns series. I'd be the, I'll be the first one to say I would love to see the Clippers come back. I just I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I think if the Clippers win game six, they win the series. So I think it's either Suns in six or Clippers in seven. I don't hate that take at all. I don't, I don't hate it. This key thing, game six is in Los Angeles. Back against the wall game. I'll be honest, I think the Clippers should have come back and, and completed the comeback and won the last game in Los Angeles, and they just decided that there was a, a – I don't know if they had a shot in the last three minutes. After they got to the point of coming back in game four, they were down, like, what, 15-20? Yeah. Come back, 
I believe they went up by one point, and after going up by one point, they lost the lead, and then I literally don't think they scored in the last three or four I, minutes. I don't think they even took the lead. I think they got within one. Or they got within one or tied. It was a, something. PG it was missed something a, a free throw. Yeah. And they, uh, uh, they missed he, everything from the line. They couldn't hit a field goal. It was terrible. Neither team scored for a four-minute stretch in that fourth quarter. That was a, a brutal game to watch down the stretch. Terrible. It was terrible. But honestly, I kind of like the Clippers to take game six. I And I'm also selfishly rooting for that. I would love that game seven on Friday night in Charleston, 4th of July weekend. I really would like that a lot. So I'm rooting for it. I want to shout out BC grad and legend Reggie Jackson. He's been having a phenomenal series. Phenomenal he's playoffs he's, overall. Yeah, he's going to get paid this offseason by somebody. How old is he? I think he's right around 30. Let's, okay. let's take a chance. Let's take a look. Uh, he was on the. He's 31 years old. He was on the the Pistons for like legit yeah. six years, five or six years. You know, Poor they guy. Had, what was it? Marcus Morris played well, and then uh, Boogie put in some good minutes. He's chugging along out there. Yeah. <laughs> when is, he gets tired, he just chucks threes. It's yeah. hilarious. Is the uh are the while we're on the the brief note on the Pistons was the Billups Rip Hamilton Tyshawn Prince Ben and Rashid Wallace team the last team that's actually gonna ever do anything for that uh, franchise? Yes. Are they yeah. gonna fold? They do have the first overall pick this year, so. Whoa. They'll be getting Cade Cunningham. To pair Rock. with Jeremy Grant. Yeah, Grant. Rochester Rochester native Isaiah Stewart had a junior. good rookie year, but yeah, I mean. It's hard to build a legit team in Detroit. Nobody wants to go to Detroit. Yeah. Well, uh, the other series here, Milwaukee-Atlanta. This is that episode will come out after game four has already occurred. Not an elimination game. 2-1 Milwaukee. Game four in Atlanta. Trey Young is hobbled with a bad ankle. Connor, is he playing? He's a game-time decision as of right now, but I, I would be shocked if he didn't. They're going to funnel Cortisone into Trey, <laughs> Trey Young's ankle. He's going to be out there. There's no way he's not. If he's not out there, they lose by a lot of points. A lot of also, points. Also, like, can we acknowledge that he got hurt literally stepping on the ref last game? Yeah, that's so tough. Tough. Um, I, I think even if he does play, though, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty heavily invested on the Bucks tonight. If, he, like he, he has to do so many things laterally, lateral quickness-wise, that I think even if he does play, he's not going to be that efficient. So I, I think the Bucks take this game. I think this series is is more or less over at this point. Wow. You're doubting the Hawks for the second I, series in a row. I mean, Bogdanovich can barely move either. Like, he, he's basically a skeleton out there. Chad, are the Hawks dead? I think the Hawks are dead. I um I think Trey, you know, he'll be fine with that. It's just an ankle. Wow. Breaking right news. Here. Breaking news. Trey Young is out for game four versus the Bucks with a deep wow. bone. As we are talking Disaster. about. Disaster. A Malika Andrews bomb live on air. Trey Young is out. I already have the Bucks. This is pretty phenomenal news. Question is, do I buy back on the Hawks if it gets to like double digits? Something to consider. I am not going to be touching the next several games in this series. I'm also taking a little hiatus here, uh, coming off a tough week until Friday. So, best of luck to you guys in this one tonight. I, 
might not even watch without Trey Young. I'll peep the box score early on, see what's going on with that. I'll probably try to get this Vandy game on if it comes back from the rain delay. Chad. I'm, I'm assuming uh, Rock, Rockers pitching for, for Vandy tonight. We don't I have to talk about so. it. I just, yeah. I'm not sure, actually. Kumar has got to be on the bump. Yeah. And, boys, I have a new segment. Can't it's wait to hear it. Top 10, top 10, top 10. So this is how it works. I have in front of me uh, the list of the 10 leading scorers in the 2021 NBA playoffs in terms of points per game. Okay. Christian Little's on the mound for Vanderbilt. Real quick, I'm interrupting you to say that Kumar is not pitching. He'll be pitching game three. Okay. Thank you, John. Yep. So I have a list of the top 10 leading scores in the NBA playoffs in terms of points per game. Your job is to guess who they are. You're each going to have. How about we work as a team on this one and we just try to get all 10 in order. All 10 in order. Yeah. Number one's Damian Lillard. I know that for a fact. And Connor is wrong already. Oh no. Is this including the playing games? Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the criteria? Is this regular season or just playoffs? I can't. I wasn't. This paying is attention. just was, playoffs. All right. I was looking up the Vanderbilt pitcher. So you, you have the top ten. How many guesses do we get? How many right are we trying to get? Are we a team? Are we separate? Lay out the foundation of the game in totality. So, so I was gonna go separate, but Connor said do it as a team, and I am fine with that. Okay. Give us three strikes. We have to go in order. Five strikes. Five strikes. In order. We have to get all ten? Chad, thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think of a better way to do it. but. need to get them in order? So how about this? Away. For each right selection that you get, you get an additional five picks. Five ch- chances. That's too many. Yeah, we'll do three. We'll do three. Possible players. We'll do three. Additional three? Sure. Okay. Everybody listening. You're going to start out with ten. Everybody listening real quick. Chad just comes to a game. He's talked to neither of us about at all. I I had it set up, and then the team worked through it Now we've been yanking each other's nutsacks for the last three minutes trying to figure out how to rule this game that Chad's just springing upon us. Regardless, I'm going to re-guess the number one, Trey Young. And Connor is 0 for 2 in guesses. Wow. How many guesses do we get each? Um, you get five apiece, 10 total. Each right one you get, you get an additional right. three for your team. All right. Uh, so you're down to eight. And I have to guess the number one? Yeah. Dude, that's so crazy. Um, is it Paul George? Wrong. Down to seven guesses. Okay, okay. It includes the playing games, but it's not it's not stuff. It's someone that was in the first round. <clears throat> and it's, I can't believe it's not Lillard. I um, mean, it's so obvious. Just let's, come on. Kevin Durant? Wrong. Six guesses. Donovan Mitchell? Wrong. Five guesses. This is dumb. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who was in the first round in the West. 
Portland lost to Denver. Oh. Go ahead. No, it's your is it your guess or go ahead? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Jokic? Wrong. <laughs> it um, is a Western Conference player. Chad throws a bone seeing us in pain. Okay. It could be somebody on the Lakers, potentially. But I don't think it is. And Steph didn't make the first round. Um, are they still in the playoffs? No, they lost in the first round. Memphis. John Morant. Wrong. Who's like the team we're forgetting? We're forgetting a You're team. You're forgetting a team. Connor, who are we forgetting, man? Who do the Suns beat? The Suns, the Suns, the Suns. They it's, played. Suns beat the Lakers. It was, it was not either of those teams. Suns, Lakers. It was Nuggets, Blazers, and the last oh, series. Oh, Luka Doncic. Yes. Ding, nice. ding, ding. <laughs> All right. Nice, nice. So you were down to four, so you get an extra five. You're up to nine. Number, Number two is Damian Lillard. Correct. You got an extra three. Yeah. Oh, Damian yeah, Lillard. yeah. So you're at four, seven. Now you're at ten. Number three. Trey Young. Wrong. Down to nine. Kevin Durant. Correct. Up to 12. Trey Young. Wrong. Down to 11. Giannis. Down to 10. I will say number four, you've already guessed. Donovan Mitchell. Correct. Up to 13. Jokic. Down to 12. Trey Young. Down to 11. Giannis. <laughs> Down to 10. Mm. Jokic? Down to 9. Mitchell. I just sent him. Down <laughs> he was just the right yeah. answer. Yeah, that doesn't count. You're still at 9. Okay, Chad's being generous. John Morant. Down to 8. I'll give a hint if you get down to 5. George Paul. Down to 7. Devin Booker? Down to six. Oh. Um. Hint time. I, I have an idea. Is no, it no, no. Jason Tatum. It is Jason Tatum. Wow. Good guess. I forgot they were even in the playoffs. I was, Back so up. I was trying to remember. I knew someone had a huge game. He had like 50-something against the Nets that one game. Back up to eight. You are on player number six. You've guessed a player on his team, but not this guy, I believe. Chris Middleton. Down to Chad's, seven. Chad's frozen there. Is that wrong? Wrong. Down to seven. Hmm. This is tricky. Trey Young. Down to six. Kawhi. Ding, ding, ding. Back up to nine. Wow. This is seven now? This is seven. A Western Conference guy. (laughs) Jokic hasn't been an answer yet, right? Correct, and that is wrong. Down to seven. Booker. Down to six. Paul George. Down to five. 
LeBron James. Down to four. This Stop. is a point guard. No, Stop. down to three. Oh, I, John Morant. Up to six. You got it right. Nice. So now we're eight? No, yeah, an Eastern Conference guard. Very generous with the hints. Kyrie Irving. Down to five. Oh, it's going to be your Middleton. guy. Down to four. Trey Young hasn't been announced yet, right? Down to three. Jeez. May have been a playing game. Lost in the playing game, I believe. Oh, Bradley Beal. Ding, ding, ding. Up to seven. Nine and ten. Jokic, Paul George, and Trey Young and Giannis have not been Trey Young yet. Trey Young is one of those tied at nine. Oh, we got ties. Paul George. Nope. Jokic. Correct. Thank God that's over. <laughs> Folks, and now we know a segment we will not be bringing back. Never, ever again. Thank you if you're still listening. Steph Curry finished 22nd. He averaged 18.0. Nope, that is Steph Curry. <laughs> That's Seth Curry. Steph, Steph might not Curry, be on there. Wow, Seth Curry, yeah, that would have been a good answer, too. He's been a monster. Um, we're done with NBA now. I think that was a great way to just kill it forever. <laughs> on the NHL, Stanley Cup Finals. Tampa Bay's up 1-0, one last night. Blue Canadians out of the water. A couple late goals in the game is little. It was like 3-1. I thought it was closer probably than the score, final score was. But uh, thought the Canadians were team of destiny. A little bit scared after that first game. But honestly, Vegas won game one, two, I believe. And then the Canadians just waxed them for the rest of the series. So, I don't know. The fact that the Canadians are here are just baffling to me. They also didn't have their head coach last night, uh, COVID list. He might even be missing the next game, too. But then I think he's back when they're back in Montreal. Carey Price still had a pretty decent game, even though they got The smoked. Canadians definitely played, I think, better than the score. But, yeah, you, know, you got to win the game. So, so are we – so this is a tough one because, you know, people, we like rooting for the underdogs, the Canadians, but they're also a Canadian team. So it's like, eh. I don't give a shit. I'm rooting for Canada for sure. I'm sick of the lightning. Give me, give me Canada. Oh, oh, Canada. Give me them, please. What, John? Give us some um, your reactions. I know you were at the bar for Game Seven of Tampa Bay uh, and the New York Islanders. Was that an electric atmosphere? It was when we got there, where the game started, and anything big that happened when it was still tied. Um, it was unfortunate. The goal that Tampa Bay scored was so fraudulent. Guy just flying in off the bench, shorthanded, like totally unlucky play. Gets the puck in open ice and scores it. I mean, so very unlucky. And then honestly, there wasn't a whole lot to cheer about again because the Islanders did not score the entire game. So that was like a nightmare scenario. But uh, the fans came out in droves. It definitely appears that Charlotte's a big snowbird city for the New Yorkers, which I believed before that. But um you know, excited if they make a run next year. That bar also had a Sabres Bud Light can on display. So maybe if the Sabres ever do something in the next 10 years or so, and I'm still in Charlotte, uh, we can go rowdy for the Sabres at the same place. But it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, I'm going to miss hockey season, so I'm hoping this series goes as many games as possible. 
Do you think that's going to be the case or how many games? Let's all take turns. How many games do you think this series goes? I'm, I'm going to say it goes to five. Uh, Connor. And who do you think wins, Chad? The, the Lightning? I think the Lightning win in five. I got Lightning in six. Games go. I think it's going to go seven, and the Canadians are going to win. Wow. I'm, the question with the Lightning, if they win, so it's back-to-back years, are they officially a dynasty? I mean, they have pieces everywhere. I know last year's was a, a strange final. Um, are they a dynasty? Uh, like, the first, first dynasty since, I guess, I'd say maybe the Blackhawks or the Penguins. Blackhawks. Yeah, yeah Blackhawks. The they should have won it the year before as well. Weren't they heavy favorites? Too yeah, early? but didn't they, didn't they lose to the Blue Jackets in the first round? Yeah, absolutely. That was like the year of the seven overtime or six overtime game. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I would say it's uh, definitely dynasty conversation. I don't know if I would put it on the level of those Blackhawks and Penguins teams, but I definitely, you know, that discussion needs to take place. I just, I mean, not, go ahead. I'm not that familiar with, with like, hockey offseasons. I don't even know if, if the Lightning are losing anybody. I know Stamkos is old, but, like, is Kucherov on contract, anything like that? I think Kucherov is locked up for a while. Braithwaite might be an interest because he's kind of been the guy this playoffs. Um, but, no, the top 12... Unrestricted free agents for 2021 are Ovechkin, Dougie Hamilton, Gabriel uh-huh. Landeskog, Tyson Berry, Philip Grauber, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Taylor Hall, and Zach Hyman. So it looks like Tampa. Where Taylor Hall is going to go? <laughs> Probably Buffalo. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, dude. Yeah, I guess we we should pivot to Buffalo real quick. They they hired uh, their interim head coach as a, a full time. I'll just give you guys the floor if you have anything you want to air out about that john uh, i don't give a fuck anymore <laughs> they are going to continue to fail under that ownership group if kim pagula is in charge they're i don't think they're ever going to be successful i saw they're asking a lot for for eichel i think four important key pieces was what i saw chad or i read it wrong yeah four for pieces. a package of four key pieces i believe so better get what what he's worth. I feel like the longer that this goes on, the less he's going to be worth. And uh, I think they're going to lose leverage because he obviously doesn't want to be there. So find something, pull the trigger on it. Don't fuck us over too bad. Dylan Cousins received zero votes today for the Calder Trophy. Uh, that is first through fifth. He received zero votes. And I blame the Buffalo Sabres because he's talented enough to get votes for that. Calder Trophy's Rookie of the Year trophy. He got no votes. 18, 18, uh, actually 20 players got votes and he wasn't one of them. Again, that's just piss poor on the Sabres part to not get this guy better opportunities to be a, a better showcase rookie. That's just my All right. So, Did the so Minnesota let, let, guy win? Yeah. Okay. Kaprizov won in a landslide. Yeah. So he was, he's a good player, by the way. So let's, let's talk Sabres real quick. What needs to happen for the Sabres K- to be Pagula's back? has got to get, get out. They gotta get yeah, off. but it's more than that. I mean, they well, don't have much talent. They don't have. Okay. Well, why do you think? Because they don't spend any money <laughs> on good players. They don't develop. They brought anything. in Taylor Hall, and he was like the worst player in the NHL. Ah, that's a stretch. 
And then he went so to Boston, he, and he was great in the regular season. He sucked pond water in the playoffs. <laughs> so I, I think I, let's throw Pagula's out of this because I don't like. I just that's not. What realistic year is right Kevin now. Adams in at GM for the Sabers? What year is he in? Three. Yeah, two or three. Uh, I mean, he's got to be fucking better. <laughs> he's got to be fucking better, dude. Find guys that can Here, play for the love of God. Here's my thing. I, I think it's it starts with just reshuffling the vets that they have on the roster. I just think you need to bring in more vets that have been with winning franchises. Or not even that, but just good franchises. Kevin Adams like, coached but, the game last year. That's how bad it is. He's a GM. Yeah. I mean, it's just poor. So uh, I think Ristolainen needs to go. Um, I think they have like two or three other defenders that have been there for like 10 years. They need to go. I'm not saying they're bad players. I think you just need a fresh set of veterans in there yeah. that are going to change the culture. So that's my first, the, the veteran defenders led by Ristolainen. I think you need to reset all of that. Um, and then going from there, I would say, I think you need to. I think it's time to trade Eichel and and get value. I see Columbus as a potential landing spot. If you could get Warinsky or Seth Jones as one of the key pieces, I think that would be big. Um, have a team that's you know has like Aren't they older. Um, Warinsky's probably they're both around twenty seven, twenty eight, but they're like considered top fifteen defensemen in the league, both of them. So you bring one of those in. One of those guys in along with Picks and some other young you pair Chad. him with uh, what's up? Quick side comment. We the the audio issue was never Wi Fi. You brought it with you to DC. It's your computer. It's your setup. It's something there. It's a bug in the uh, system. I'll, I'll tell you what, his 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 Wi Fi was, was slack and on Warzone as well. So Yeah, I've I've hardwired it now. So we're good to go. <laughs> um I think Reinhardt should be traded as well. Um, I think there's a little value you can get. Um, the only guys that I think you keep are obviously the rookie. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Who was he, John? What's his name? Sorry, say again? What's the rookie for the Sabres name? Dylan Cousins. Dylan Cousins is, you know, he's going to stay. Darlene's going to stay. And then they have that. I believe his name is Jack Quinn, who was their first round pick from last year. He wasn't up. You know, he's going to stay. Hopefully he's up this year. So I think those are the three you build around and then whatever pieces you get in the Eichel trade. And then you're likely going to get one of those Michigan men as the first overall pick Uh, in this draft. The defenseman Owen Power, he is not not entering the draft. He's staying at Michigan. When did that come out? <laughs> Chad's eyes ago. just went crazy. When? A couple weeks ago. Probably when he found out that a possible landing target was the Sabres, he said he was going back. <laughs> All right. So the forward for the Sabres or that um, like triplet of that one family, the Hugheses. There's another Hughes that's in the draft that's supposed to be like a top seven pick. So take him. Why not? Um, so those are the four guys that I'd build around. It's going to be bad. But I think you got to reset, bring in a fresh set of veterans. So that's my Sabres rebuild in two minutes. John, anything to add? 
Would you stop looking at your goddamn phone and focus for Charles Barkley on air said that the Hawks should start Jeff Teague at point guard, but he does not play for them. He actually plays for the Bucks. Wow. Yeah, he'll he'll have one of those every every so often. And but, Chad, uh, I also it's potentially possible that I might have just lied to you. Uh, the report actually was that Owen Power is leaning towards returning to Michigan. That report was from two weeks ago. There's been no follow-up report. John has lied. That's okay. I, you know partially what I said? Lied. I might have lied. lied. I have not confirmed. I, I, I told a fib, but it could come true. Okay. Ooh. That's next, fine. Next Stanley Cup game is tomorrow, correct? Correct. Yeah. So that Tampa, if the Canadians can steal that one, I really feel good about the seven thing that I said. I think they could. Again, I think it's a much more evenly matched game. Five to one is nice, but it only counts as one win. So let's just real quick. I'm just putting up the odds. We, you guys might hear this before the game tomorrow. So it's probably worth us touching on. Canadians are plus 180. Lightning minus 215. Wow. Over under five. They stretched them out. They're. Uh, 165 yesterday. I think the Lightning are minus 190. You know what? I'm with John on this one. Uh, I think you can get some value on the Canadians here. Oh, they've yeah. been super resilient so far in the playoffs. So I will be taking Canadians money line. Yeah. Tomorrow. You, you just can't be betting 200 favorites in hockey. There's just no too way. much no variability. Way. <clears throat> nice. Even with like the Avalanche and the Knights, you know, people thought. The Avalanche are just going to run away with the series, and the Knights just beat the piss out of them. So, we'll see. Yeah. It's true. All right, that is true. It was a 7-1 win in Game 1 for the Avs, that, that series. Sorry, what, Chad? I said, let's move to a break, and then we'll come back. You were sick of the hockey talk, huh? I was. I was over. The Sabres put me in a piss-poor mood when Connor asked how to rebuild the franchise. <laughs> really, <laughs> very negative. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. John, just talk. You've annoyed me. Just go. Chad, folks, is mad that we're not talking about the U.S. Open like it just happened happened years ago. John Rahm won. Yeah. me. What? Bite me. All right. The Euros are happening right now. It's a current event. A current event that's happening now. The round of 16 just wrapped up four hours ago, so it's pretty current. Uh, not two weeks ago like the U.S. Open. Um. Really dramatic round of 16 all around, I think. Very, very entertaining games. Very, very hard to bet on. Money was lost by almost everybody uh, that I can think of. If you the draws, if you, man. If you the were draw. a winner out there across the whole course of the, uh, the round of 16, God bless you. Hit me up. Send me your plays for the, the next round, the quarterfinals. Love to see them. Uh, we had Denmark and Italy advance, and I want to make sure that I'm saying the right matchups. I believe that I, I have them in front of me. I so. believe it's Den. I believe it's sorry. Denmark plays the Czech Republic. Yep. Italy plays Belgium. These games are also, I will say, Friday and Saturday. And I, you know what? Let's not overwhelm people. Let's just go right there. Okay. Well, the yeah. Okay, we can start with. Uh, the first game, which you didn't mention, we'll go chronologically, is uh, Spain's taken on Switzerland Friday at oh, wow. noon. Uh, Spain is currently minus 320 to advance, and plus 225 is Switzerland to advance. And then Spain is minus 150 on the money line. So, 
I don't know what if I'll be betting this game because I don't like betting the favorites. So, but Spain, Spain, they almost blew it against Croatia. They were up three one, tied three three, and then ended up winning five three in, in extra time. They kind of looked like a wagon at times. I don't know what happened at the end of regulation in that game, but I'm pretty confident they'll get through. So I. Uh... Chad is having some of the worst audio we've seen on record. His first night in D.C., we don't know if the headset's working. It's not really working well. The no headset was working horrifically worse. Uh, Chad is going to audible back. I'm going to say my piece, and then and Chad, once he figures out his setup, can take back over. I'm low. Well, I think I'm high on Switzerland. I think I've taken Switzerland just about every game. You said their odds were what again? Plus, They're plus 225 to advance. And plus 425 on the three-way. There's too much value, I think, in both of those lines. Spain has, you know what, they put up five goals in back-to-back games, which is very, very good. But those games were against Slovakia, who is very possibly the worst team in the entire tournament. Uh, Slovakia, straight up, after it was 2-0, stopped playing. The last, like, I think they scored three in the last like 10 minutes. They weren't even playing defense anymore. They wanted to get the hell out of there go home. And Croatia is really old and slow. Uh, the fact that they came back tied it and sent it to extra time, I think, is very concerning for Spain defensively. Their goalie had a, the worst gaffe of the, the whole tournament, just letting a ball go through that was passed to him by his teammate. They tied Poland. They tied Sweden. I'm out on them, honestly, uh, despite the five goals apiece. I think that's probably why their, their line is so fat right now. The values on Switzerland, that team has looked really solid. They just took down France. Uh, another unbelievable comeback. That was maybe the best game of the, the whole Euros. So I like the Swiss. I, I think if you like the Swiss, the best play is to play the, the three-way draw and then pair that with the Switzerland to advance. It's probably not even a bad bet to take both the draw and Switzerland in regulation, a little on each, and then maybe put a little bit more on the advance. Now, Spain can make you lose all of those bets very easily, but... There's just not value on Spain. No way at that line. Connor, what's the over-under? It's surprisingly only two and a half. Although I will say, I think almost every single game this tournament has been I'm out two and on, a half. I'm totally out on totals. Those things are, are just taking <laughs> bad at this point. I'm, I'm I, out on them. I, I can't figure them out at all. over two and a half, maybe putting my mortgage on it. Um, See, you, you say you only do it on Twitter. We both know you're not putting your mortgage on it. You know you're not putting your mortgage on it. I you am, have a you, you have you have no reason for really liking this. You're gonna say Spain scored five goals the past two games. The Swiss have an excellent defense. They don't score that often. They got some good strikers. Jack is a very good player. But sorry, Chad, he, go ahead. Explain to me why he, why you want to take he's the on over two and a he's, half. A, he's on Czech Republic. Who's on Czech Republic? Czech or uh, sorry, Czech. I meant Shakiri. My fault. Yeah, Shakiri, Zaha. Um, who's the other guy they got? Fuck. Zaha's a good player. No, who's the other guy I'm thinking of? Ch- you Czech, gotta go be kidding me. What? The I had over two and a half in Ukraine, Sweden, and it didn't count again. But you have one, to understand that everything is all regulation unless it's too advanced. Seferovic for Switzerland has several goals in the in the Euros here. He he had two last game against France. He's fantastic. 
Um, I really do like the Swiss. My official play will be Swiss to advance. I will sprinkle a little on. I might sprinkle. So the thing I worry about with the Swiss is, do you think they're going to be good to go after an emotional high like that France win? Yes. You could argue that, like, you know, they got that win and that was the tournament for them. I don't know if if international soccer like these feel like the most passionate teams. I don't know if it's like a like a 11 seed coming off a big upset win in the NCAA tournament, like an emotional highlight like that. Like these guys are professionals and they've done it for so long and they played together for the national team for so long. And I don't have a ton of soccer knowledge, but it just feels a lot different. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't think that'll come into play whatsoever. I think that's, I really think that Spain is, is not as good as that line. Uh, I don't know. That's really, that's really fat. I tend to side with John. So we've spent a lot of time on this one game. Probably should move to the next one. Uh, Belgium. I don't know why we spent so much time on that. Belgium, Italy is the other game Friday. Probably going to be the best game. I would say of the, the most anticipated game of the round of eight, the quarterfinals. Belgium is going to be without uh, Kevin De Bruyne and Eden Hazard. So that kind of sucks, but I still think they have enough firepower. Carrasco comes in for Hazard. He's arguably better. Uh, KDB is going to be really, really hard to replace, but listen, uh, Italy's favored like, Pretty substantially in this one. They're plus 135 on the three-way Belgium, plus 225, and then the draw, plus 205. But Italy, minus 150 to advance. What's Belgium's advance? Plus 113. So I'm going to be hammering the piss out of Belgium, folks. I really am. I'll be honest. The thing I don't, that concerns me is that who they play? The Czech Republic when KDB was out in the first half? Denmark. Denmark? Uh, the right. game where, where Denmark scored two minutes in. Yeah, that was very concerning offensive performance it before was. KDB came in the game. So that does worry me. Yeah. Italy is one of my wagons of the tournament. I will be riding with that. Side note, all of Chad's wagons have lost. One Besides Italy. Lost. One Netherlands, lost. done. France, done. Italy, probably done. It's the Grim Reaper meme. We're gonna If Italy loses this game, I will be making the Grim Reaper meme, Chad's face on the Grim Reaper, with the Netherlands door, the French door, and the Italy door. That is going to be the meme. You heard it here first. I'm hammering the piss out of Belgium. I will not ditch my boys. I will not ditch my boys at all. There's no way. There's no way we're ditching Belgium, folks. Lukaku scoring two. And what's he, what's he at for the tournament? He only is three still. He didn't score last game. Three I think the, the leader's, leader's at five. Ronaldo has five, but he's out. So, um, I, Seferovic has got to be up there, and Peter Schick for the Czech Republic has four. So he's probably the highest active scorer left. I think Forsberg for Sweden also has four. I think he scored his fourth today. They lost, so he will yeah. be eliminated as well. But Lukaku has got to do this. He's got big, broad shoulders. He's going to have to put the team on him uh, against Italy. He's going to have to create some space, some opportunity. Thorgan Hazard has been incredible uh, for Bel- he's been He's been easily the better Hazard of the two. Um, I know Eden's been playing pretty hurt, but he's been fantastic. They need him to have another big game. He's the only one to score in the French game. Yeah, I, um, I lean Italy in this game, I'll be honest. Let's go. Let's but- go. Chad's Chad's I love that I love being I love being the only Belgiumite here so we'll see what happens I I did also fade Belgium against uh, Portugal and that didn't work out for me so we'll move on to Denmark Czech Republic the Czech plus 275 on the three-way Denmark plus 100 thing before we do that Belgium has not has definitely not played their best game of the Euros yet Italy has 
I'll say it now. We'll see what happens. All right, next game. Czech Republic, Denmark. And the draws plus 220, Czech plus 138 to advance, Denmark minus 185. This is another game I probably won't touch, but I hope Denmark continues their run. You're going to touch it. It's Saturday at noon. Come on. <laughs> Honestly, if, I, if I'm betting, if I'm betting with like logic, I think Czech have a lot of value at plus 275 person. And what is that to advance or the three way? That's no, a three way to advance plus 138. So what is Denmark? 150 minus 150, 160? Minus 185. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know I, Denmark's so been hot and they have the narrative, but like these are two teams that I think are pretty evenly balanced. Neither of them do anything crazy. I think 275 is pretty high. I have a play. Give me the draw. It's plus 220. Let's keep in mind that's a regulation draw, Chad. Remember yep. regulation. I want Chad, the draw. Chad, I like that play a lot. I, I'm high on Denmark, but I'm not high enough to lay a minus 185 advance. Czech Republic just dominated the Netherlands even even with I know the Netherlands got a red card but it, like the, the Czech Republic were threatening all game Netherlands were totally out of whack you, we thought they were going to be a pretty good team um and I don't think the Czech have lost yet they have one they went win draw sorry they did lose to England but even in the England loss they only lost 1-0 and they played them really really close you saw what England did to Germany today so honestly I'm, I might diddle that draw chad but i think my play here might be checked to advance because i think the value's on i don't think denmark should be minus 185 without christian erickson although his replacement the 20 year old i forget his name he's been really really strong that's going to be an exciting game I'm, I'm really excited for that one yeah and then our last game of the quarters are biggest underdog in ukraine at plus 700 taking on england at minus 235 the draws plus 330 england Goal line minus one is minus 140, uh, which is crazy. And then England to advance is minus 590. If you lay that, you are literally asking to lose. So yeah. I advise against that. You know England's going to be in almost every single parlay this weekend. Almost every single one. What's the over-under? They're all literally two and a half. It's just mixed okay. juices pretty much. But... England is a team that hasn't impressed me. They won 1-0 against Croatia. Uh, they drew 0-0 against Scotland. They only won 1-0 against the Czech as well. We just mentioned that. And they go out and beat Germany 2-0 today. Germany probably should have scored at least one. Mueller just booted a kick wide left, a wide open net towards the end of the game to tie it. Um, Germany was also, I thought, they, other than the Portugal game, which was clearly their best game, they used all their energy in the Portugal game because they sucked otherwise. Um so I think England, again, is overvalued here. If if Ukraine sneaks to a one-and-a-half, or I can get a one-and-a-half spread anywhere, I would do it. Uh, I don't even hate Boston. I lean draw on this yeah. one at plus three thirty. England has not been exceptional. This is another example where I think coming off the Germany win today is going to inflate the hell out of their line because they won 2-0. And I just don't see it. There's no way that Ukraine should be, I don't know. And now I want to preface it. I do expect England to win this yeah, game yeah. in regulation, yeah. but at minus 235, that's out of control. The only reasonable play I think I could take here would be a Ukraine spread plus one and a half, maybe, maybe plus one, but I don't know. This is the trickiest one for me out of the three, out of the four, sorry, to pick from. Give me England minus one at minus 140. I like this being a 2 nothing, 3 nothing game. 
right. see. Lastly, the only thing I really want to touch on with the MLB is ridiculous how every time a pitcher comes out the game, they have to get checked for this sticky stuff. Just Brutal. They checked the position player the other night. Like, guys pitching in a 14-4 game. We don't need to look at that. Yeah. No, they really screwed it up. And then we saw today the first guy was suspended 10 games, and it wasn't even, like, reviewed by the MLB. It's, like, just up to the umpire's discretion, which I think is crazy. I mean, they're in the middle of umping a game where there's a bunch of shit going on, then they have the ultimate deciding factor. Like, there should be an MLB representative of, at every, every game where the MLB suspects something, pitcher gets a new glove, bring this glove over to the MLB guy, he checks it out, and at the end of the inning, there's something wrong with it, then boot him out. I just think to do it in the middle of the game without anyone else getting a chance to look at it is bizarre. Yeah, I think it's just it's frustrating. They're going to get used to it. They'll find a way around it, too, eventually, somehow. You just know it. Something's going to happen. Something's going to change. You know what's not changing is Shohei Otani. He hit number 27 about 10 minutes ago, I think, here. I've been told uh, from the ace. Another one in the Bronx. Uh, he's homered for the fourth time in five games, three straight. I feel like he has had, I don't even know. I feel like he homers every single night. So, And that's the shame about what's going on with the MLB in this crackdown is because you have MLB is, you know, in terms of viewership has not been great over the last few years. And you finally have Otani and Vlad Jr. breaking out in major ways. And then you have the likes of Tatis Acuna still have Trout, who are the faces of the MLB. The four that I mentioned earlier, the young guys, all hey. under 24 years old. What's up? Why did you say Tatis before Acuna? I was just naming them. Not mm. for uh, Acuna is the best player in the MLB. That's just the fact. There's no other, there's no justifiable argument. But you have these young guys that are the face of this league and you're just fucking destroying it with this BS. But it is what it is, I guess. I also want to shout out my guy, my fantasy legend, Kyle Schwarber. He had his 16th home run in 18 games. He'll probably get suspended before the end of the year. I just have a feeling something's going to happen. He is likely on PEDs. Wow. I can see it. You know, um, and I don't know what else you guys want to talk about, but I have a last call. It's it's MLB related. If you guys want, I can come back to it. Go ahead. I'm ready for last call. Last call. Um, Dylan Bundy puked behind the mound yesterday in New York due to heat exhaustion. I drafted him 117th overall on the fantasy team. I didn't even know that the player rate or with this low, 203rd rated starting pitcher in fantasy baseball. With an ERA of 6.78 and a whip of 1.42 and a record of 1-7 and and puking behind the mound because it's too hot in New York. Dylan Bundy arguably has been the worst player in baseball this year. Dropped him several weeks, a month ago probably now. He stinks. So my last call goes out to Dylan Bundy because no one else is going to talk about how terrible he's doing except for me. My last call, stick with the MLB. The Yankees are dead. The Pirates might be better than the Yankees. It's just like the Sabres. I think it's time for a complete overhaul. Um, 
they just and it starts Boone needs to be fired you gotta it's now been a decade of mediocrity in in the starting rotation and um hitters aren't getting it done for the most part so something's got to reset there got to get a change in the managerial position and uh get ready for 2022 Yeah, they're 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 putrid. I also, I guess on the note of bad teams, the shout out the Diamondbacks for what losing 23 straight. I think they finally broke I that didn't even notice last that. week. <laughs> Dude, I mean, if you're paying attention to the Arizona Diamondbacks, I don't know what you're doing. They're never on TV. They play games like after I go to bed. Yeah. They have no players worth watching. So. I don't blame you. I didn't. I really didn't. It didn't even come to my attention until they lost like their twentieth straight. Wow. Wow. That's bad. Um. One Yankees-related question I saw today. Do you think they will be buyers or sellers at the deadline? Um. I don't think they're ever gonna be sellers. I just uh, one. They're not gonna trade any of their relevant players. Just in the off chance that they do start to heat up somehow, Chad, but also the audio like is just poor. It's just so poor. Connor, I don't think they do many things at the deadline. Simple as that. Their contracts for some of their pieces are just no team's going to take that on, um, and they don't have a lot to offer. So that's where I'm at. Very sad state of affairs in, in Chad's fandom. It's all right. You'll get better. Um, well, on that note, hopefully everyone has a fun, safe, hearty 4th of July weekend. Hopefully you're enjoying it by a body of water. It's yeah, listen, folks. John said it correctly. Be safe this weekend. Don't do anything stupid. You have some drinks. Don't get behind the wheel. Don't be, get behind the wheel of a boat. Just be smart. Enjoy the time with your friends. You know, if you want to blackout, blackout. Just, but <laughs> just, just don't drive. The keys. Just don't it's drive as a simple car. Simple as that. Yeah. yeah. Or boat or jet ski. Just exactly. Be, be a good person. All right. Well, I'll challenge everyone out there to do play a lot of beer die. Oh yeah. Oh. And on that yeah. note, we'll sail off into the sunset, into the moonshine into the 4th of July. Go Belgium. We'll see you next week. Go Italia. Thank you for listening. Production by AJ Bradbury.